Welcome back to the Hill Podcast. We've got a quick episode this Wednesday. I'm just going to go over a few. Some things have been pissing me off. Some things have been pissing me off. Dre not being named Player of the Year is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I don't know who the hell they put on these panels. It's just these... Anybody can get a credential to vote on this shit now. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Dre wasn't even a finalist. He wasn't even top 15. And anybody, anybody with a brain, with a functioning brain, knows that's 100% bullshit. Dre is... One of the two best players in the country right now. Maybe one of the three. You can say he and R.J. Barrett are a very close second behind Zion. So uh, uh, some people agree with me on that because he's been to named in the top five. I've, we've seen him pop up pretty high in some of these like lesser sites, mock drafts, uh, not as official and shit as more official ones like ESPN and Bleacher Report where he's been mocked in the top five on both of those sites, most recent mock draft, uh, kind of sliding out Dookie Cam Reddish back into more of the 6-7 spot. Drake kind of stole his spot, which is perfect, because fuck Duke. But uh, TB is also, Tony Bennett's also one of the four finalists for Naismith Coach of the Year. He has to be. Don't mean to come off as arrogant, but this team is fucking amazing. This is, there's, there's nobody better at all the shit involved in just being a successful team than the 2018 through 19 Virginia Cavaliers. I mean, I'd be shocked if Tony doesn't win it. You could debate that it goes to Roy. Roy's done a fucking great job, rival, but I actually, Roy's a great fucking coach. I have nothing against that man. Um, it's either going to be TB or Roy for the coach of the year. You can bet on that. Uh, tournament expectations, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? I have UVA beating Duke 87-85 in the championship game after dispatching of North Carolina in the Final Four and prior to that, Tennessee, which I don't know which game I'd be more concerned about between the two, North Carolina and Tennessee. I think I'd be a little more concerned about uh, Tennessee. Um, But, you know, North Carolina with that revenge factor, I don't know if that actually plays much of a factor, but uh, you never know. You don't want to play a team twice after you beat them the first time. But uh, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is also a pretty scary team. If they want to get hot, they can get hot. They can get real hot. Um, Ole Miss, they ain't a layover. They ain't a pushover. I think we should root for Oklahoma in that first round game. I think we match up a lot better, a lot better against Oklahoma. I'm talking 20 points difference, like 10 point win versus Ole Miss, fucking 30 point win versus Oklahoma. Uh, also, want to switch over to football real quick and then close this off. Close, close this segment off pretty soon after this, too. Bronco, he, a lot of us have seen his uh, latest interview they did. I forget which network did it. Um, it wasn't Virginia Sports TV, I don't think. Um, might have been Cavs Corner, but they did like a five-minute interview with him, and you could just tell. He, he's just different. He's different. He has this new confidence in his team. When he talks about it, you can tell. He knows we've come to fucking play. We've come to take the Coastal. The Coastal... <laughs> Coastal. The Coastal is good as fucking ours. I mean, Miami's bringing in these transfers. Yeah, I mean, they're adding up these former five stars, turn fucking bad. But it doesn't really concern me. I mean, these guys are coming. Everybody's expecting these guys to come fresh into a place off of a uh, former place where they couldn't excel and autom- automatically just magically thrive off their former fucking 247sports.com fucking rating as if that holds any weight two years down the road. 
Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know about it. I don't know about these guys that haven't played in a while, and we're just expecting Miami to win the Coastal again. I think the tide has shifted in the media. I think we were definitely the heavy favorites after the South Carolina blowout. You started to see the media kind of turn towards Virginia expected to win the Coastal. And now I think we're kind of seeing them return to Miami after all these grad transfers. And uh, ultimately, we can shut that up very quick if we start off 4-0, beat their in-state rival, Florida State. Um, that's all that's going to take. So I'm hoping to get to the point where by the time we get to the Miami game, it already looks like we have the Coastal. And we go into that Miami game as the Coastal favorites. And win or loss, we still have a great chance of winning the Coastal. I don't see us losing the Tech this year. These Tech fans think, seem to think there's some voodoo black magic that's gonna, that comes with the fucking number. 15. It's automatically going to carry over to every single year from now on forth. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Every year's a new year. I don't know how the hell we've lost 15 years in a row. That's It's beyond me. It's been a lot of crazy shit that's going on. Hokies... A lot more luck than skill. You could definitely make that argument. Uh, it, it's going to end this year. I'm pretty much 100% sure. If it doesn't end this year, damn sure going to end next year. This shit ain't lasting too much longer. That's that's something we know for sure. Uh, but this could be a potentially very, very uh, progressive season. In the, Go down in the history of Virginia football, I mean... We could. I honestly think we're going ten and two out of conference, and then losing the Clemson in the ACC championship and winning our bowl game for a final record of eleven and three. Uh, that's pretty damn good. That's going to draw in the type of recruits that are really up there with the Clemson's. Well, not the Clemson's, but pretty much second Florida States of the ACC. The Florida States and the Miami's. We're going to start recruiting on par with them. I really see us after this season potentially having a top four recruiting class in the ACC for football, uh, for sure. And honestly, if you want to flip that over to basketball, we all know that it, uh, the reason I really don't even talk about basketball recruiting that much is because Tony Bennett is so unique in the fact that he can just take whoever the fuck he wants. He took Kihei Clark with a dude with a dude with offer from fucking I think UC Davis, and he made him a fucking stud. He made him a fucking stud. It's, or he just knew the system that he worked in. Not even necessarily he made him. He just knew that Kihei would fit the system. And Kihei fucking attacked that shit. So that's just... that's. There's no need to talk about basketball recruiting because whoever Tony Bennett gets, you know it's the best for his system. You know he's going to make it work. So no need to worry about all that. But Juan Thornhill has also been mocked in a couple of recent drafts in the first two rounds seen him a lot in the first round seen him a lot in the first round i mean his combine numbers were fucking impressive he uh came in second in the nfl like combine history for a 40 i want to say 44 inch might have been 45 inch broad jump uh just fucking ridiculous his his uh stock went up even higher and it was already climbing before the combine so Juan and other guys like quinn who's about to step up for the panthers and just all these guys we have in the NFL combined with this upcoming winning season for football is going to really take not just the program, but recruiting. Well, I guess not just recruiting, but the program is the more appropriate way to say that. To a whole fucking new level. It's, it's going to be some things that if you had said 10 years ago what Virginia football is going to look like in a couple years, you would have gotten laughed at. If, if you had told them that Virginia football is going to be in the ACC championship in 2019, 
And you told him that in 2015. Would anybody have you believed you? <laughs> I mean, no. There's no fucking way. So that just leads me to say, enjoy this upcoming tourney run. It's about to be a fun tourney run. Honestly, not the team itself, but the matchup I'm most worried about is Ole Miss. Just because it's still early, we could uh, kind of be overlooking them. Kind of similar to what we did last year with UMBC. Kind of getting off that 16th seed, kind of not thinking too straight, <laughs> too much about the uh, potential power of the 8th seed that waits in Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a sleeping motherfucking giant. They got some very skilled players, and honestly, they kind of seemed to me like one of those teams that really just didn't give a fuck about the regular season. Once they knew they were in the tournament, they didn't really try. They didn't come anywhere near their full potential, so they're they're like a five, six seed, more of a six seed uh, talent caliber team uh, playing in an eight seeds body. It's it's not a great draw, um, but honestly, they might not even get past Oklahoma on that same exact token because they are so inconsistent. Uh, you're either going to see a really, really, really fucking good Ole Miss or a really, really bad Ole Miss. It's rarely in between. Um, but once we get past Ole Miss, I ain't too worried about Kansas State. I ain't too worried about Whiskey. I ain't too worried about, uh, I guess, a little worried about Tennessee, a little worried about North Carolina. Of course, you're big worried about Duke, but that's a championship game. If we get there, there's no worries anyway. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to conclude this episode now by saying wahoo wah, first of all, and second of all, enjoy this national championship.